college life is a bit different post-pandemic. At least that's how I felt returning to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. It was a lot less packed, perhaps because students might have opted for a hybrid model, or maybe because the union was undergoing construction. Or it could be entirely my fault and I came at the wrong time. Regardless, one thing for certain, students are hungry. According to the Education Data Initiative, the average cost for groceries a student spends is $290, and the average cost of food per month for a college student is $547. But the reality is, some students just simply can't afford it. This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee, stories that stick with you. Food insecurity is defined by the U.S. Department of Agriculture as a lack of consistent access to enough food for an active, healthy lifestyle. And this crisis profoundly impacts college students. During fall of 2016, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee Student Association conducted a campus-wide survey addressing food insecurity. From those survey results, roughly 50% of UWM students report not having enough food to eat. To aid this invisible epidemic, UWM offers a free resource for students and faculty members, a food center and pantry. However, it seems that students don't really know it exists. Did you know UWM has a food pantry? Uh, no, I did not. No. No, I, I did not know it had a food pantry. No, I did not. I did not. Out of the seven students we interviewed, only two individuals knew UWM had a food center and pantry. Both of them happened to work on campus. One of them volunteers at the food center and pantry. My name's Krista Washachek. Did you know that UWM has a food center and pantry? I do, yeah. I think it's really awesome that we have the opportunity to do that because I know food security can be really hard in college. And I know especially with the population at UW-Milwaukee's campus, it's definitely an issue. So I think it's really great that we can provide students with food from the food pantry. And I honestly don't know like how many other students know about it. So I think the more that we can market it, the better. The student demographic and population of a traditional college student has changed over time. According to the 2018 Government Accountability Office report, less than one third of quote unquote traditional students, meaning students that are enrolled full time directly after high school and are remaining financially dependent on their parents. Instead, most college students, 71% of them, are quote unquote non traditional meaning they may possess the following characteristics, experience financial independence, are enrolled part-time, work full-time while in school, are caretakers, and or did not receive a traditional high school diploma. The overall average age of a college student is 26 years old. While these students are maintaining a higher education, they're also dealing with the new economics of college, and some are skipping meals. I asked student Sandra Martin why she was unaware of the school food pantry. I honestly haven't seen like there being like much promotion about it. And then also maybe they're kind of embarrassed to look more into it. 
there could be many different obstacles on why students are just unaware of this free resource. One of the reasons being what Sandra mentioned, lack of marketing. Another student, Charles Wohler, had the same reasoning. I feel like it's not really advertised as much. I feel like people don't really talk about it. Noella Egby, who works for the Food Center and Pantry, adds this. I feel like a lot of students don't know about it, but recently we've been getting a lot of people come in, which I'm really happy to see. But we try as much to like promote the fact that we have this and it's available for everyone, students and staff included. And it's a free resource. I think it's like amazing to have. Another barrier is location. It's tucked away on the third floor of the union and there's a lot of renovation and construction happening. Even though I knew where it was, I still struggled finding a direct path in the midst of work platforms, ladders, and hardware. But the main conversation I had with students was stigma. Some students are feeling the stigma and shame that centers around food access, and others feel like they already have sufficient needs. I definitely think there is a stigma around like food pantry versus like going to an event where there's free food or doing something like that. I think sometimes where people's minds might go is maybe people who don't have housing and things like that and they might feel either guilty or icky about it. They shouldn't, <laughs> obviously, but yeah, I do think that stigma does exist. While walking around campus, I caught two friends near the library, William Walker and Jose Perez. William speaking first. What are your thoughts on UW having a food pantry? It sounds pretty helpful, in my opinion. Do you know anyone from yourself or your peers that could utilize those type of resources? Not really. Yeah. Not really. Everyone that I know usually just has a, a dining plan here on campus. I think that's pretty epic as like goaded, I would say. The fact that no one really mentions it kind of shows that there's already a stigma built up around it. You know, us as college students, we want to have the idea of independence. So it's like just having that not be like, oh, yeah, you can like there's free. There's like a food pantry you can go to kind of just shows that it's like, oh, we don't really like the idea of like taking from an, you know, a nice resource. Do you know anyone that could utilize the service? I mean, I could definitely utilize the service. I feel like a lot of my friends could definitely utilize the service because, I mean, it's the same as like using the if you go into the dorms here, it's like there's a there's an open room kitchen like there's an open room kitchen that not many people use even though they could definitely use it they'd rather go out and spend like 20 bucks instant like the uwm food center and pantry is helping address these barriers one of them being plenty of hours throughout the week to meet the busy schedule of a student students are also limited to one bag per visit and are only permitted one visit per week this ensures there's access for all students and a really cool, neat thing to help with the associated shame and stigma, UWM follows a choice-based model. So if you are an enrolled UWM student, you can access the food pantry. All you need is your student ID card, and then we use a shopping model. So we don't, we don't like bag the food for you. You get to take the so bag and shop. That's Rachel Kuzbak, director of university's student parent success program. But offering food just scratches the surface to ensure student success. The UWM Food Center and Pantry is taking things one step further and have collaborated with a Milwaukee organization to address another paramount need in targeting students that have other people counting on them. Right after the break. Support for 88.9 comes from your membership and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Through the Greater Together campaign, the foundation and community work together to build a thriving Milwaukee for all. Partnership ideas at greatermilwaukeefoundation.org.
the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee has a life impact program. And the program aims to stop the intergenerational cycle of poverty by supporting low-income students who are pursuing college while being parents. During COVID, UWM was home to over 1,300 student parents. The number is rising, and on top of non-traditional students dealing with uncertain access to adequate food, a need that is not included in aid assistant programs like SNAP and FoodShare are diapers. And students who are parents are feeling the pinch. So we are here at Milwaukee Diaper Mission this morning to do our first pickup from them for the UWM Food Center and Pantry. We are picking up diapers and period products for UWM student parents. UWM has partnered with the Milwaukee Diaper Mission. The pantry will be able to offer access to free diapers to students who are parents. Rachel said the partnership seems like a no-brainer because students shouldn't have to choose between the two especially in light of the pandemic and the rise in cost of food, diaper crisis, the formula shortage, all of those things have just made attending school a lot more challenging for our families. And so having the food center and pantry on campus has been, you know, just really, really great to provide like one less thing for students to have to worry about. And then having this consistent donation of diapers coming in is gonna be really awesome because we don't always have diapers in the pantry and diapers are expensive, right? And you know, we've heard students say things like, if there's diapers in the pantry, then I don't have to choose between purchasing diapers at the store or food. Like they can have food on their table for their families and make sure their kids have what they need. To think that it all started in a garage, literally, Megan Johnson, executive director and co-founder of Milwaukee Diaper Mission, started the organization in her garage. Since opening in 2022, they have given thousands of disposable diapers and disposable period products. Uh, this is the cloth diaper room. We believe really strongly in dignity of choice, not just with the choice-based shopping with our partner organizations, but we provide a different option to, to families. So we provide cloth diapers, disposable diapers, disposable period supplies, or reusable period supplies so that they're able to choose what products they want to use on their body or on their baby. In Milwaukee, is, is there a huge need for diapers? So we know that one in three families in the United States struggle to afford diapers, and we use that statistic here in Milwaukee as well, just to be able to express the need and help people to be able to understand just how devastating the need is. We know that if, if folks don't have access to diapers or period supplies, they may not be able to go to work or go to school. So being able to be that reliable source of product for families is key in, in their success for the future. I think if people don't have access to basic essentials like diapers and period supplies, they're not able to live out their daily life. I mean, we know menstruators, if they don't have the products that they need in order to stay clean and healthy, um, they're going to skip work or school or, you know, they may be using unsanitary items in order to, you know, collect the blood that's flowing from their body. The fact that they're not having access to these products or even if they potentially could afford to pay for period supplies, they're heavily taxed. And items like this, we always talk about the fact that they are necessities, not luxuries, and therefore shouldn't be taxed like a luxury good. And Megan is absolutely correct. 2022 has been a hard year for parents. There has been a mass baby formula shortage. And because of that, the prices of necessities have gone up, including diapers. You know, you mentioned alongside diapers, you distribute period products and kits. 
What's included in that? Yeah, so we provide a couple of different options for period kits. We provide a pad kit, a tampon kit, and a reusable period kit, which contains cloth pads, period underwear, and a silicone menstrual cup. So again, going back to that dignity of choice, we want to offer options to menstruators. Not everyone you know, has the same experience when they have their period. Level of absorbency is important. Type of product is important. Some people don't prefer to use one product over the other. And just because maybe they can't afford those items doesn't mean they shouldn't have the option to choose. I'm curious to know, being that this is your world, there's period stigma. I've dealt with it, you know, working so closely with this. Has that changed for you in your own personal life? Yeah, it really has. I think when you are literally immersed in period supplies and you're talking about menstruation and period poverty every day and you're surrounded by people who also are like-minded and want to break down the stigmas and you know want to stop the shaming, I think it just naturally, it becomes a natural thing to talk about, thing to, you know, obviously it's a natural thing to do, but you know, a lot of people talk about how they, you know, slide a tampon up their sleeve when they're on the way to the bathroom because they don't want anyone to see that they're holding a tampon. I'm certainly not waving it up in the air and, you know, yelling tampon as I'm walking to the bathroom, but I do think it's important to shine a light on the fact that it's not dirty, it shouldn't be shameful, and that, you know, it's just a natural biological process that over 50% of the population goes through every single month. Let's check back with UWM students and hear their thoughts on the UWM Food Center and Pantry, including necessities such as diapers and period products. How do you feel about the food pantry, including diapers and products for students and faculty members? Oh my gosh, I think that's so amazing. I think that people have like in mind kind of what a traditional student looks like, and they don't always think of students with children. So I think it's really great that we can provide for those students that need those items, especially the period products too. I think that's something that every campus should provide students for free. To me, that seems almost like a no-brainer. That seems like, you know, food pantry, those are just the essentials in my opinion. So the fact that they're partnered now, it seems it seems pretty cool, pretty good. I'm gonna corroborate the statement. It's a no-brainer. I appreciate. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's a valuable resource that I feel like we should be using. Do you think there's a stigma around that? Like, I know a lot of the women's clubs have talked about, like, just even like walking around with period products or just having it out in the open. From a male's perspective, do you think there's a stigma? Like there is a stigma. I think it's a stupid stigma to have, but I, there is a stigma there. It's fair to say that the kids are all right. You know, stigmas can surface in many different ways. There's a cultural conversation around handouts that come with judgmental looks, public shaming, that can be internalized. Opening up a dialogue helps reduce that icky feeling of discomfort and humiliation and hopefully brings us one step closer to ending hunger. But that shame doesn't end with food. We talked a little bit about periods in this episode and that will be the main focus for next week's episode. Get comfortable because we're gonna get close and intimate talking about menstruation. I'm even attending a period party. I honestly have no idea what to expect. I'm thinking hors d'oeuvres and maybe sharing embarrassing period stories, but you'll find out next week right here on Uniquely Milwaukee. This is your host, Salam Fathayed. Thank you to Nate Imig, our executive producer, Kiri Salinas, our audio production manager, Brett Krasgowski is our web editor, 
Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lar. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Aaron Bagata. Our community engagement coordinator is Mallory Wallace and Dan Reiner handles our social media accounts. And a big, big thank you to our city loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week for the next episode of Uniquely Milwaukee.